Welcome back to Spill the Tizzle. This week, it is happy birthday, Debbie. Woo! Oh my God, I'm 24. <laughs> Come and put the kettle on and spill the tizzle. You've joined the old person club that is the 24 club. <laughs> I feel like I say this every year because when we turned 23, I was like, oh my God, 23 is so much older than 22, but 24 is like mid-20s. It's not. Yet. I mean, it's progressing to the mid-20s. <laughs> I'm like, wow, I feel like a seven-year-old. No. No. I really do feel like a 16-year-old though, actually. Do you actually? Like mentally no, and maturity-wise. No. <laughs> you live in your own flat in London. Yes, true. You support yourself. You're financially stable. Correct. You've got your own job. Barely. <laughs> Just about. <laughs> But yes, so no, we have our goals, we have our projects, we have our ambitions, we're getting there. Well, let's go with this. So what was your favourite thing that happened during 23? 23 was my favourite number. Okay. Yes, it was going to be like your golden year. It was going to be my golden yes. year. It was the year where I was going to find myself. <laughs> I was going to meet the person I was going to marry. Did you do any of those things? Maybe. <laughs> you never know which one. Um... <laughs> No, 23, I had so many dreams and like, yeah. goals. And obviously, because of the situation, you had to adapt those. I mean, COVID has literally taken out like more than half the year. Like, yeah. I don't know what we've it done this year. January, February, March, September. Literally. Like, we haven't done anything over the past like six months. Absolutely. And well, I mean, like, physically, we haven't done anything. Yeah. We haven't been going places, we haven't been traveling, but I feel like mentally and personally yeah I've grown so much since yeah. I was 23 well 23 like two days ago <laughs> <laughs> but I I love 23 even though it, like the world is shit yeah it was still a really really great year I met so many new people I just we started the podcast yes I became true. YouTube famous <laughs> I have like other things going on. I'm just so happy with how 23 went. I'm so I can't glad. Complain. Excellent. And 24, I know is going to be even greater because yeah. uh, we're growing. We're becoming like young women in London oh my and like goodness. young women. No, I'm so happy right now. I'm glad. So, where well. do you want to be this time next year? What do you want to be accomplishing by 25? So, I have this ritual with myself where. Um, the day before my birthday, I just sit myself down and I write myself a letter for a year from now. Oh, that's nice. With like, not like, dear Debbie, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> but like, here is what you, where you are right now, what you've accomplished in 20, at 23 and where you see yourself when you're 24. That's a really good idea. And I read that and I was like, oh, like I wasn't in the exact same, like in the place that I wanted to be in. Oh, the previous one. Yeah, the previous one. Right, got you. But I like... It's the same with our podcast that we did about like one, five, ten years. Yeah. We said those things of where we want to be in like one, five, ten years. And the next day I was like, like, that's not going to happen. But like, I already know things are changing. But as long as you like yeah. put it out there, then like you manifest other things to you. Of course. And like, I guess your thoughts and ideas from when you wrote the 23 letter to when you then read it will have changed completely. Yeah. You might not even want some of those things anymore or like things exactly. just change. And it's just really fun to see even then, like I know a lot of the things I wrote from when I'm 25 aren't going to be what's going to happen. Yeah. But um, it's really funny to just see where yeah. your mind was at. It's at nice to age. have those aspirations and just yes. have something to, I definitely, that's really cute. I should do that. <laughs> something to look back on. That's really nice. Yeah. And it's just a personal thing. So for like this whole so I had a birthday weekend yeah the birthday queen it was so much fun um on 
Friday, so Thursday, I took off like the day for myself. Not really take off. I had to actually work, but <laughs> I like sat myself in a corner. And I was like, right, let's get to this. Then Friday, we went out for dinner to a yes. like Korean restaurant. It was super nice, super tasty. Lots of K-pop music. Yes, we drank lots of soju, which is like. It's kind of like sake, if you know what that Japanese kind of thing. It's like a liquor. Yeah. But like the Korean version, we had lychee flavored soju, which was It was like juice. Lovely. It felt like juice, but I was really drunk. I know. But it wasn't even like the drunk where you're like dancing on tables. It's more like a calm, subdued yeah. drunk. It was like, nice. Oh. It was like really like chill. And I was like, I'm so happy. I'm so content. Yes. We had one of those moments when we were like, wow, we live in London. Yes. In our own flat. We were at Carnaby Street and... It's just like the lights and everything and people were just sitting outside and the whole like atmosphere. I'm just like, I'm so grateful for being here Me in this too, city. completely. I love it so much. And I never thought I would say that. I, when I was younger being like, I don't want to go to London on a school trip. No one, I don't want to go to London for the weekend. I hate London. And now I would never say that I was a Londoner or a Southerner. Absolutely no. <laughs> never. But I feel like it really has become home. It has. And I feel so happy here. It's such a great city. Yeah. Um, and then we went to my friend's bar, um, had a couple drinks, and then was super drunk when I got home, actually. That was a really weird experience. Let's just go back to the bar. So there was this man in there. He was like 40, and he was talking about how coronavirus wasn't real. Oh, uh, yeah. And he said he was a doctor, but he was like, I'm not a doctor of medicine or yeah, science. It was bizarre. And he was, was like, saying, what? like, the government are using it to try and, like curb the population and stuff and he was like do you know anyone personally who's died from coronavirus and this guy like, was like no yes. and debbie was like yes it was so ridiculous <laughs> it was mental he was like it's all just a conspiracy theory the government just wants to control everything and i was like dude a hundred and eighty thousand people have died literally like that's probably a wrong number yeah so i don't even more, know probably and he was like in a year we'll all look back and think oh my god we were such douche lords wearing those masks on the tube and i was like i can <laughs> tell you i will not think that <laughs> Oh, so stupid. It was so stupid. Yeah. And then Saturday, I had a party. A couple of friends came over and we... I honestly can't tell you how the whole night went. I was more drunk than I can imagine. I didn't realise. So it's now Sunday today when we're recording this. Um, Feeling like death as well. <laughs> but I woke up this morning and I was like, oh, I'm chilling. Everything's <laughs> fine. I remember everything. I'm great. I'm growing up. <laughs> I'm growing up. <laughs> My friend Charlotte was messaging me like we had every single conversation like twice and you couldn't remember anything. You were like, speaking French to somebody. Terribly. <laughs> um, and I was like, what on earth? I've been told that I did the WAP challenge even though I have no recollection of it. And I'm so glad I don't think anyone has any footage of it. So we'll never know. No, so you just pulled my friend to the corner and you were like, right, this is how you do it. And he knew how to kick the leg up and that's it. And then you popped down, like sort of like thrusting and then like with the fist on the floor and then you were showing your bum. I'm so embarrassed. Oh, I was wearing a dress. Yeah, you don't do a WAP challenge in a dress. For yes. sake. And then we were all just laughing and looking at you. It was great. It was I'm very so glad it could be a source of entertainment. <laughs> Classic, really. <laughs> no, but this morning, I, I came into the kitchen just for like a glass of water. That was a big mistake. Oh my God. Considering at six o'clock, I was so hungover. There was booze everywhere. It's Donk, like it was absolutely wild. stonk of alcohol. You know, like when you were in, like, I feel like in uni, that was like normal. And you'd come downstairs and you'd split, oh, and you'd get yeah. used to it. But it has been so long since we've had like a proper, yeah, like, let's get drunk party. And I was like, whoa, I am too old for this, <laughs> like, really too but this old. It's like a nice kind of 
What's it called? A nice balance of yeah. going out and having a thing. Because we started at 2. When we were done by like 10. It was nice like a day drinking thing because like by the time it got to like 9, half 9 and people were starting to leave, I was like, this is my cue to go to bed. So like... You live here. You're a host. You shouldn't be going to bed as one of the first ones. Two, like two of our friends had left, like the first people to leave and I was like, right, I'm going to go to my room, take off my makeup and put my jammers on. And I was like, then I'll see. And then I just came back in and I was like, guys, I'm going to bed. Thanks so much for coming. Love you. Good night. And I just took myself off to bed. And that was it. I went downstairs just like closing the door behind somebody. And I came back upstairs and I'm just sitting in my room talking to my friend. And I just see Amar, my friend, putting his shoes on. I'm like, are you leaving? And he's like, yeah, nobody's here. And I was like, where's Phoebe? Like, I saw, I thought she was entertaining you guys, which is why I wasn't in the kitchen. And then I pop up from bed like, hey. <laughs> Not that we probably would have gone out, but isn't it weird that we couldn't have gone to like a club or a bar really, even if we had wanted to? It wouldn't have been like nice. You would have been like constantly on edge because social distancing and also when you get drunk, like people are so sloppy. So you'd be like germs everywhere. <laughs> it would have been too much. Yeah. And also like it's not an easy thing to go with big groups of people out right now. Like for instance, like brunch today, it was so hard. It was a task and a half to find a reservation for seven people. Seven people is also an awkward number, but like six people, it was just like no places did anything above like five. Wow. And I was just called, I swear to God, I called like 25 different places and they were like, no, we don't do this. Sorry. COVID regulations. Oh my God. It's so weird because my brother was telling me this week, he goes back to uni in like two or three weeks. Um, and one of the biggest clubs in Nottingham, Rock City, is now becoming a bar. So he's told me that they've put like tables on the dance floor and you can book a table, but you can't like obviously dance That's about. That's so bad. And he's like, it's my fucking final year. Like this and is crisis so is, Crisis is one of the best nights ever. Yeah. Yeah. Crisis at Rock City. Oh my God. And like, imagine if you were a fresher this year and you couldn't You're go like anywhere. doing lectures online all the time, not meeting, no socials. Exactly, and if you're doing lectures online, you can't go on nights out, why not just live at home? Like, and then also paying 9,000 pounds for that. Exactly, what's the point? Why would you do it? Oh, there's just, oh, I feel so <laughs> bad for all the freshers this Honestly, year. Honestly, but then Elliot too, like it's my final year and I'm not gonna get to like live it up like I would want. I'm like, oh, bless you. I'm so glad it wasn't us. I'm so glad. <laughs> Selfishly, I'm so happy. Honestly. So, like in my birthday podcast, let me ask you some questions. So, go for it. <laughs> Describe yourself, your teenage self, your high school self, in three words. <laughs> it's not easy. So, I, I know it was annoying. I know it was super annoying. Everyone was, don't worry, I'm still annoying. <laughs> you are. <laughs> yeah, no, definitely annoying, and I think I still am a little bit rebellious but not in the way that you would think right oh so not like going out and trashing everything getting drunk all the time no <laughs> not like that i could not i don't have the balls for that <laughs> but more like my parents wanted me to do well in school and i was like no no no. i just want like to live my life i want to be social i don't want to do it well in school oh, okay. and i just didn't study yeah wow <laughs> <laughs> which i mean now i'm like why are you such an idiot debbie but i was i just didn't want to give them the satisfaction which is like, oh my god, deep. <laughs> <laughs> and then, like, I guess the last one, these are all quite deep, except for the first one. Um, I think I was misunderstood by family and friends. Oh my god, mom, you don't understand me, you just don't get me. I'm not lying, like, my relationship with my parents was terrible in high school. Yeah. Like, with my mom, it was okay, but with my dad, it was more like, 
we didn't have a proper conversation until I was like 17 when I left home. It was just, we didn't get along at all. And then as soon as I went to uni, our relationship was really good. We're friends now. We talk all the time. That's similar to me, but the other way around. So like when I was 14, 15, my mom would want to have killed me. Literally, (laughs) like I was the devil child. But now we get on so well. So I think it's like distance makes the heart grow fonder. Why do you always say it that way? <laughs> like now that I get on so much better with my parents now that I don't live with them. But we yeah. don't, we're not under each other's feet all the time and all that jazz. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, they were three great words. Now let's do describe yourself in three words now. So like beginning of 24, how are you feeling? New year, new me. <laughs> I think the first one would be mature. Wow. Because, yes, I am mature. Can you can you confirm that I'm mature? <laughs> I think you mature some of the time. I also think you still are a little bit immature sometimes. Like when? Well, just generally. No. <laughs> that's not right. I'm always mature. Somebody actually told me yesterday. We were talking about, like, um, well, not yesterday. I think it was the other week. We were talking about, like, our, like, personality weak spots. And mm-hmm. really, I'm just too stubborn. Well, I was going to say, so I think your stubbornness relates to immaturity. That's what I was meaning. Like, you're very, like, throwing a tantrum like a child sometimes. <laughs> Shut up. I don't. <laughs> I never do. Not like an out loud tantrum, like a quiet tantrum. <laughs> I do have my weeks where I'm just like, I don't want to talk to anybody. And you know that and you kind of leave my, you leave me alone. Yeah. When you're in this mood, I'm just like, I'm just going to go to my room. There's nothing I can do to help this. So I'm just going to wait until she gets snaps out of it. No, I think like my stubbornness of, I, apparently I don't like to be told I'm wrong. Oh, I've never noticed that. Well. Maybe I'm just not telling you that you're wrong. Because I'm always right. <laughs> wow. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I am. Okay. So mature. Uh, happy. Wonderful. That's I am lovely. Generally happy now. That's all you could ever want. That's and I remember when we started this podcast, you said you're always happy. And I was shocked. I think it's obviously not like I'm always happy 24 hours a day, but I feel a good period of happiness every single day. Yeah. And I like I took that into account. I was like like it's myself who's getting me down yeah for sure like if you if some something shit happens during the day and i just deliberate on it all day it's gonna be a shit day exactly and it's all about perspective like i literally smiled for like half an hour the other day because i bought these grapes and the grapes were so large and i was like oh my god like how cool is this these grapes are fucking huge and i just bought them from the car but i'm so happy and i'm so content and i was so great happy but you see what i mean perspective like i was (laughs) thrilled about these grapes like they fully made my day i can fully see you lying in bed just eating some grapes with the biggest smile on your face that was exactly what it was like and i just think i really like that i've got to the point where i can be like that yes so like i'm i have my moods you get in there generally like i am so content with who i am as a person now like i know Compared to like a year or two years ago, I was always like anxious about stuff and mm-hmm. I was thinking about what other people were thinking about me. But now I'm just, I don't care. Good, I that's like, good. I like honestly don't care. And I like, I've realized with all this that we're doing and the people we're talking to, like the people that are in our lives are positive people. They're oh not people God, who bring me down. So I'm just very like, I found my confidence. I'm very, just, I'm just Yay. content. I'm happy. Wonderful. Happy 24 year old here. Wonderful. And finally driven oh yes you are very driven i am because i mean you don't you're not going to get anywhere if you don't push yourself like nobody's going to push you for you it would only be your fault if you weren't where you wanted to be and if i want to achieve my goals like and i know what makes me happy i need to push myself so i feel like driven is 
kind of like I want it to be that and I might and that might not be a hundred percent yet, but I know that I'm getting there. That's so cool. driven. Wonderful. Three great words, wonderful words. Happy was my favourite one. I loved it. <laughs> I'm so happy. <laughs> So I'm just currently looking at the flowers that you received for your birthday on the side in the kitchen. Oh, and really? how funny are flowers? Like, pre, say, 22, I never received flowers for a birthday. Now it's such a common gift. I love yeah. receiving flowers. Like, you've got two things of flowers and an orchid. And, like, when you were, like, 17, it was like, hey, boo, happy birthday. Here's a bottle of vodka. <laughs> Whereas now it's like, here's an orchid that you're going to have forever. If so, if I'm upset and somebody brings me flowers, I will be the happiest person in the world. This is true. But you will probably kill them after a day. Correct. So, as you guys probably know, we are plant moms. And Yay. I am a terrible plant mom. You are. But shush. Like, <laughs> it's not my fault. So, my room is just not made for I plants. I think you overwatered that plant. I, I did. I stand by that. I Oh, baby. <laughs> I didn't. I gave it love. Her name was little Mags, Maggie. I gave her water every two to three days. No, three to four days because that's what it said. I did everything <laughs> you had to do and it fucking died it on me. It still died. So I've moved it into the kitchen now and it's thriving. Because thank God for my mother. Thank God for your mother. She cut up all the like dead parts and she's like, Debbie, you need to do this and sort yourself out. But I feel... She says this though when she has like a plant. She has a whole freaking garden. Oh my goodness. So this is another thing. She I fan- find this so cute though. She fancies herself as a little Monty Don. If you don't know, he's like a British gardener. And when we were at home, we, at my parents' home during lockdown, every Friday night at like 9pm when it was like prime time to like chill and watch a film, my mum would be like, guys, it's gardener's world time. And we'd just oh be God. like... I, I just find no enjoyment out of that show. Apart from during lockdown, Monty Don's dog died. And there was a tribute episode to the dog. And it, it was, was wonderful. Such a beautiful episode. It was. <laughs> no, but I, I think gardening comes with age. Definitely. As flowers. My mum is obsessed. Like, she spends all her time in the garden the entirety of the summer. She's just been pruning a lot of plants, watering. Like, she got this, like, bespoke um, watering can, and she was like, wow, this is the best thing I've ever owned. Didn't she, at the very beginning, before she even got that watering can, make, like, a makeshift thing out of a milk carton? Yes! <laughs> with, like, holes in the yes. top. That was hilarious to see your mom walk around oh with a green God. bottle. See, she, she just loves it. She, she does. Loves it makes it. her happy. She's bought loads of gardening gear. She has all these caps, all these gloves. She's living. Maybe this will be us in, like, 30 years. I will never be a gardener. I can tell you right now... <laughs> Plants hate me and I've accepted it. Yes. Unfortunately. They do. Right. I just said that gardening is my thing and plants hate me. But if you guys ever want to make me happy, please buy me plants or flowers. Love you. Thank you. Bye. <laughs> I'm loving all of my plants. They're all still alive and they're doing so well. Although <laughs> I had this bizarre incident over the last week. I bought some cactuses, but they didn't come with pots. So they were just in like the little like plastic pot. So I was like all over Etsy, like, oh my God, let's get some cute little plant pots. It's going to be great. And I found this cow print one and I was like, wow, that's so fun. It was handmade. And I was like, let's go. Let's go. Didn't really look at the like sizing. You never do. (laughs) You never look at the sizing. You never look at the quantity of things. When... Literally, when we ask you to buy tomatoes, you buy either one or two kilos. There's no in-between. That's because Sainsbury's online shopping is so confusing, <laughs> and I never know what to click. I'm like, I always buy. You, just, you go so quickly with it, though. You're like, let's get this, 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 and you don't actually look. And like, I always try and buy a quiche, and I end up buying a mini quiche, and then it's like, wow, this is going to feed, like, one of us. <laughs> it's so annoying. Um, but yeah, so I ordered this cow print pot, and I was well excited, and it arrived yesterday, and... Like, it won't even fit my cactus in at all. Like, it's <laughs> tiny. It's just about, it just about fits an egg. 
like the egg would probably be a bit too big for it <laughs> and it's just ridiculous and, but now i've just got a decorative cow print plant like part of you, room. who has a plant that that's small exactly i don't know i don't think such a small plant exists but well you're gonna have to deal with it maybe i'll put like rings in it or something oh that could be cute so something else monumentous happened last week you had your first day back in the office monumentous <laughs> wow what does that say about our lives Honestly. right now <laughs> yes so last week i went no this week last week last week i went back to the office on like tuesday and it was a whole fiasco there it was it was quite <laughs> like you know when lockdown kind of lifted and we went to the pharmacy and i walked in and i was like i don't know which way to go i didn't yes. go to the shops so i didn't know which way was out you were saying many like, thanks I'm, as you left yes <laughs> so i was just all over the shop and i wasn't good at like socializing and I got to the office, and you have to book in, like, in advance. Okay, so you can, like, monitor numbers and stuff. Yeah, exactly. And then you also have to sign in, and then you can, like, go through, but you have to have a temperature check. Wow. So it's just, like, and there's a one-way system, and you can only go 1% at a time in the flat, in the, in the flat, <laughs> in the lift. Um, there's, like, a little Costa coffee shop, and I was like, oh, I need some coffee, but there were, like, 10,000 people, so it was going to take me years wow. to get upstairs. And then I finally went upstairs, and it was deserted. I think, like, it, it's like an f- open floor plan. Yeah. And there were like two people. Wow. And it's always packed. And then I got to my desk, but you have like assigned desks as well. And you have like a little care package that they gave you with like masks and then like tissues and hand sanitizer and a thermometer check. Wow. And I can honestly say that I'm so happy I went to work because I got so much done in that one day and being in the office. Yeah. Like I went that one day and I didn't have to do work the whole week because I got everything done that was pending. And... I mean, I know things are going to change in the future. Like, people aren't going to be going into the office every single day anymore. Like, five days a week is never going to happen. No. But I'm so happy with just one or two days because you you get out so much work just being concentrated there. Because being here at home, like, when you were unemployed... <laughs> Which time? <laughs> oh, I'm so glad we can laugh about this. Oh, I'm so glad we can too because I'm going to cry. <laughs> but, like, you were unemployed and you were watching TV and I'd be here sat at the table being like, oh, I have to extra work. And now I'm sat on the couch, like working, watching friends, and you're there, like super, like into work, and you're like, oh my god, I have to concentrate, I have to go into my room. Literally, I'm like, bye. The selling sunset is distracting me. The selling sunset <laughs> was so good. <laughs> I'm jealous, to be honest, because my office hasn't really said anything like this yet. So we have senior leadership going back at the end of September, I think, and then they're gonna kind of see what happens from there. But yeah. like. You don't actually know each other at yeah. all. Yeah, so I haven't met anyone yet, like, only via Zoom, obviously, because I only had the job, like, a month now, maybe for six weeks. Um, and it was actually really funny. The other day we were talking on Zoom, um, and my manager was like, I'm actually 5'11". And I was like, what That's the massive. Fuck? I was like, who knew? Like, we'd, we'd have just turned up at the office one day, and I'd have been like, whoa, who is this giant? Oh, my God. It was so weird, because I guess you feel like you know these people, yeah. but you don't. But, so there are lots of... In my team, there are lots of like women who have kids or who live outside of London. Yeah. And they're really like, why would I pay for the train fare every day and leave my kids? Yeah, and no, like, there's no point What's anymore. the point? But then I think it's also, I really want to go to the office because sometimes if I'm working all day, I just don't leave the house. Yeah. So even the commute. The, the commute is so nice. And you posted that picture on Insta of you reading on the tube. And I was like, oh my God, I miss... Like, there's no time to read. Reading on the way to work was my time. Yes. And I haven't been able to do it in so long. The commute was, like, there are positive and negatives that I completely forgot about. Like, it was <laughs> nice to sit on the tube and just read my book or listen to music and just, like, zone out for a yeah. bit. 
but then also I forgot about the delays, the oh severe God. delays. I was there for, like, from where we live to where I have to change to go to work because I have to, like, take two different trains. It usually takes five minutes to get from my from this station to that station. Yeah. And it took 45 minutes. Oh, my God. Because there were there was an incident or something. Yeah. And I'm just like, this uh, This is something I didn't miss. And I I've, got to the office at, like, 10. I've completely forgotten what the tube is like, like, in a morning first thing. I don't think we'll ever go back to that. I can't imagine no. ever being on a packed tube at, like, 8 a.m. ever again. I mean, it's quite packed at, like, 5 p.m. Yeah. When people leave work, even now. Is it? Yeah, it is. Mm. But, like, like when we go for, like, dinner or something. Oh, yeah. But it's not, like, we are, like, face-to-face -face yeah. with someone like we used to be. Like, the tube used to be awful on the way to work. It really was. Yeah. It's interesting because I don't think they'll be able to ever force people to go into the office. I think it will always have to be your choice because... We've all proved that our jobs can be done while we're at home, so what would be the point? Yeah, but like, for instance, in the Paris office for my company, it's mandatory now for everybody to go back into the office and they have to wear the face mask the entire time unless they have an office. So oh, like, like a closed like office. A bureau, so bureau. only if you're like super senior. Yeah, like if you're director or vice president, that's, that's when you can terrible. take it off. Yeah, and people are like really angry about it. Rightly so, I'd be furious. But I think it's also like the government trying to encourage people to go back because so many like restaurants and stuff have lost so much money. Oh my god, I don't even want to imagine how much money Pret has lost Honestly, over this time. Like that was our go-to. I would go out for lunch every single day. I never once took a packed lunch. And like now, like... Especially, like, in peak lockdown, we never went out at all. Yeah. I mean, I think in the last month, it's really helped with the eat out, help out. Oh, yeah, for sure. Oh, my God, like, they've drained my bank account. And you know Deliveroo are doing that now? Eat in to help out. And you can get, like, Deliveroo, like, vouchers. Really? Yeah. Does this mean we're going to be ordering more Deliveroo? Yes. I order once a week as is. <laughs> That's so bad. Imagine if we'd been here all of lockdown. We'd have ordered so much delivery. We'd have spent so day. much money. It was so good that we went. To, we got to go home because I saved so much money. Three months worth? Four yeah. months worth? Yeah. All we were doing was paying rent here. here. Like we weren't spending any other money. I'm so good at Like, I really saved my life. But, like, in the Honestly. last month or two, I cannot, like, I'm baffled at myself. <laughs> like, do I not know how to manage money? Really? Like, I get paid on the 11th of each month. Mm -hmm. And... On the 31st, I'm dying because that's when our rent comes out. Oh my like, god. Oh my god, do I have to take money out from my savings? It's because I've been going to these eat out, dine out or whatever. Oh. See, mine's quite good. I get paid on the 25th and our rent comes out like whenever it is there. So I'm quite chilling with that time because not enough time to spend all of it. No, but like also you've been ordering so many parcels. Every single, like every hour, there's a knock on the door. I think it's because I've now got a job. So I'm like, wow, money. Let's spend some of it. <laughs> What's weird with the like idea of going back into work is having to think about wearing makeup again. So makeup. like, I would always have worn makeup going into the office, just like yeah. naturally, like whatever. But like when we're at home, I never wear it because I always think like they can't see on Zoom, like it's yeah. all pixelated. They can't tell if I look ugly, which I never would. But no, you're cute. Ass. Yeah, let's calm down. But just <laughs> I never wear makeup just because I can't be asked. And like I normally wear like pajama pants. And like the idea of having to get dressed up every day and like put my makeup on every day oh, is like ah. Oh. No, like I've gotten so used to. Uh, I've gotten so used to just waking up at 8.55 and being online, online for 9. Yeah. And that, like last week when I had to go to work, I got up at 7.30. 7.30 to like look presentable. But it's weird because like the working day is so different at home. So I find that I don't often take a lunch. Yeah. Because I feel you like feel I always guilty. have to be online. Even though if I was actually at work, I'd probably take an hour out of the office to go to prep. Yeah. You like, you don't have, 
you might have a routine, but you don't have like structure to it. Yeah. And like you work so much more. Like I've, I personally haven't. <laughs> but like I know you work so hard, and if you'd been in the office, you'd be there at nine, you leave at five. Exactly. So you like, start here at like eight thirty, and you leave at you log off at like seven. I stay online like after hours are finished just in case I get emails or I have something to chase up whereas yeah like you, you don't said need to. I'd be like toodle fucking pip at half five <laughs> if we were actually in the office yeah but speaking about like how you're looking and stuff oh how's the fringe oh god <laughs> oh god the fringe so I don't know whether we have mentioned this but about a week ago maybe two weeks ago I decided to get a full fringe and I was just like I guess this links to the not having to go to the office and we're not going out so much and I was like if it's horrible like it's not the end it. of the yeah. world. Um, so <laughs> before I was getting it, I called my mum and I was like, I'm going to get a full fringe. And she was like, do not. That is a <laughs> terrible idea. It will look terrible. Don't do it. And oh my God, she was right. Well, no, it's cute. You thought you were so cute oh on my, my back. So I booked my little appointment at the hair salon and I went and I was like, can I have um, um, a grown out fringe? And she was like, what the fuck is a grown-out fringe? <laughs> and I was like, well, just in case I don't like it, so, like, I can push it behind my ears. And she was like, no, we're either having a fringe or we're not having a fringe. Like, there's no such thing as a grown-out fringe. And I was like, okay, let's have a fringe. And as she was styling it, I was sat in that um, hairdresser's chair, and I was like, oh, my God. Like, this is it. Like, I love the fringe. I can't believe it's taken me this long. I got home, and I was taking loads of selfies. I was like, wow, this is great. Oh, my God. And then... So I went to sleep and like I must have like sweated a little bit in the night and I woke up and the fringe was all askew and I was like, oh my God, I've made a mistake. Instant regret. It's, it lasted a day. The love for the fringe lasted exactly, a day. Exactly, because then, then I showered and washed my hair. And my hair is naturally curly and the naturally curly fringe oh is diabolical. <laughs> it's absolutely unbearable. It was not cute. I'm I dread to think if I ever had to go on holiday <laughs> and the fringe would have to be curly and just be out. <laughs> I'd be embarrassed for you. Oh my god, I'd be so embarrassed. So embarrassed. That's so bad. I hadn't even thought about that. Like, imagine being in the Caribbean with the... Exactly. <gasps> oh my god. Oh. And it's so difficult to style. It's so hard to get the straighteners right on it. It's <laughs> just a nightmare. And it Like, will... currently, you're just sat here with two, like, clips on the side. You look like your horns. I pin it back constantly because it's vital. And, like, it will be just my look that my hair will never grow and I'll be stuck with the fringe forever. Yeah, because your hair doesn't grow. It doesn't. I think I straighten it too much. You do. But I can't not straighten the fringe. It would have the curly <laughs> fringe and it would just be a mess. So, it's the double-edged sword again. <laughs> that double-edged sword. <laughs> so, the other day I was having, like, a couple conversations with some friends about birthdays. Everybody has a different way of celebrating their birthday. Like, I know a lot of guys don't give a shit about their birthday. Yeah. They, like, go out for a few pints with a friend or just, like, don't spend it with anyone. Like, spend it on their own. And for me, like, I fucking love a birthday. <laughs> I love a celebration. It's, like, a celebration of the end of the year or if it's a shit year, you're like, bye. Yeah. New year, new me. <laughs> And, like, listeners, you might not know this, but I had a party, like, a, a half-birthday party, because my birthday is September, so it's, like, an awkward time for, like, starting school. Oh, okay, going yeah. going to uni and making new friends, so it's, like, well, like, who am I inviting? Like, do I have any friends? <laughs> <laughs> no. And, shut up. So, in, like, final year of uni, I decided to have a half-birthday party in March, which yeah. was, like... Oh my god, that party, it was so sick, but there was so much drama. So and I, much drama. But I feel like I wasn't even involved, I was just bopping along, having the sickest time, and then I woke up in the morning and everyone was like crying, and I was like, whoa, what did I miss? The, the flat was a mess, people were being sick. Our the TV, TV was, was broken. broken. 
if we were snowed in. Oh it was God. it was chaos. It was so questionable. But like I don't remember the whole night because I was just floating about everywhere. Same, just, I was having the sickest time. It was great. Yeah. But lots of people didn't think so. No, they did not. <laughs> <laughs> Moving swiftly on. But like my the question was like where do we want to have like a big birthday party like if we want to have a big birthday party and I was thinking when I'm 30 I want to have a massive like party in a castle in the south of France wow everybody's gonna pitch in like 50 pounds for three nights and we're just gonna party all day long at the like by the sea and everything oh it's just gonna be divine and I can see it happening being 30 years old having my little 30 balloon the question is who's gonna be invited right (laughs) speaking of this you really, you really hurt my feelings yesterday. Oh you said goodness. something mean. Oh my goodness. All I said was, imagine if we weren't friends at 30. Not, I bet we won't be friends at 30. Just imagine. And you lost your shit. <laughs> yes, because like, oh God, this goes out so cheesy. <laughs> but like, I don't, I don't know how not to be friends with you. Oh my God, Phoebe, I can't live without you. I love you so much. You're being to my hang. Jesus Christ. Stop. Am I wrong? No. <laughs> No, like, we've known each other for so many years now. Well, so yeah. many, it's been three years, but, like, I feel four like years. We've been together through lots of, like, big periods in our life, big changes, big, like, monumentous it's, occasions. Exactly. So, us not being friends at 30 is just a terrible idea. And it's Honestly. just, like, I, I can't believe you even said that. <laughs> no, I think we're nice little friends. Like, we compliment each other very well. The yin to my yang. Exactly. Like, I'm a bit crazy and a bit... You're crazy, I'm calm and collected. And we help each other out. Like, I help you be a bit more, like, loose, and you help me to be a bit more this centered and chill. We're very so, good for each other. We are, I completely agree. I love you. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, I love you too. I hate you. <laughs> oh, don't we have a ball? <laughs> <laughs> right, so I feel like, on that note, we should log off. <laughs> Very much so. So Debbie, I hope you had a wonderful birthday and I hope 24 is everything you dream of it to be. I really hope so too. It will be, I'm sure. It's going to be magical. This was the best weekend ever. It was the best birthday weekend I could ask for. I'm so pleased. I also hope you guys have a magical week and you get everything accomplished this week Magical. You want to, and it's wonderful. Magical, yes. Wonderful, amazing, magical. Fantastic. So we will see you next week. Bye, Bye. guys. If you've made it this far, first of all, thank you so much. We really appreciate it. Subscribe for more and send us a DM on Insta with anything you'd like to hear. My Insta is at Phoebeast, P-H-0-E-B-E-A-S-T. And my Insta is at Callie Rose, C-A-L-I-I-R-O-S-E.